Welcome to the Enter the Bible podcast, where you can get answers or at least reflections on everything you wanted to know about the Bible, but were afraid to ask. I'm Katherine Schifferdecker. And I'm Katie Langston. And today on the podcast, we are joined by a very special guest. This is Holly Walt-Wall. She's pastor and adjunct professor of pastoral care here at Luther Seminary and author of the book, they don't come with instructions. Cries wisdom and hope for parenting children with developmental challenges. Ooh, Ooh awesome. wonderful. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's great. Um, and uh, and so welcome, Holly. We're so glad oh, to you. have you. Yes. And um, that is one of the reasons why we invited you on today to talk a little bit about um, you know, what what hope or hope. help, help. Hope. or hope. I find that Anything. hope and help are really close they, together. They feel like that um, to me. Does the Bible does the Bible offer any hope or help uh, for parents like frustrated or distraught or I don't know stressed out? Well, yes. Oh, but good. not in the way that you think. <laughs> oh no, it's not like turn to page thirty six if you're you know <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. you run into Ephesians this problem, four, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's kind of the book too. Is that you wish you had a, any parent wants an instruction book? I would, mm. I would you have know, loved one. Right? I would love. One. And then there was yes. this book, you know, uh, what to expect when you're expecting. Yeah. You know, when right. I, when right. I was having my kids, it was like in the second edition, and now I think it's like eight. Yeah. You know, uh, my kids are much older now, but you know the the idea that that there's you can just look up answers, right? You got be. a problem, and you just look it up, but, and right. and I think that's what parents we're all looking for that, right? Because mm-hmm. we we watch other people do it, and it looks like. They've got it easy. They've got it all figured out. <laughs> and I don't want to ask them because I'm afraid because yeah. they, they might be, you know, missing something. But yet I'm having this situation that I can't get through. So I'm going to be looking for answers. So if you're looking for what to do with a, a, a kid that continues to wet their bed, that's not you're not going to find that. What? <laughs> I'm Are sorry. Are you sure it's not in Leviticus I'm somewhere? <laughs> it really, you never know. I mean, because who's, who's actually uh, read Leviticus? Gets to the end of that. <laughs> I have read Leviticus. It's nothing about That's what you get when you get an Old Testament scholar on here. Shoot, you know? shoot. She, yeah. she'll, she'll debunk yeah. all those. Yeah, ones. Right, right. But, you know, what I, what I see uh, and the way way I read the scripture too is is these these stories hmm. and a lot of the stories that I get from and and one is uh Jacob wrestling with God yeah mm. beautiful Genesis you know 32. and I, I yeah. mean so I look at that because there are sometimes and and my youngest son lives with autism and a profound hearing loss mm-hmm. and uh, both my kids were born extremely premature spent oh, wow. you know uh four to six months in the in the hospital oh, wow. Wow. and uh you know very difficult times both of them were near death one was near death way more times than you want. Mm. Uh, and and mm. so, you know, for me, stories like wrestling a blessing, to be able to mm. say, you know, uh, I, again, God can handle my anger and my frustration. And I can just say, hey, God, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of something and it's very difficult and I'm struggling, but I want you to show up and I want yeah. a blessing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um so so when I read stories like that, that that says, you know, I enter into that and yeah. I'm 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 wrestling with God. And I know that, again, God can handle what I'm going through. Yeah. You know, God can handle my emotions because God gave those to me. And mm-hmm. and again, I, I also like the book of Psalms uh, mm-hmm. and uh, again, the laments, you know, how long, oh God, how long will you forgive yeah. me forever? Yeah. How long will I bear pain in my soul? Psalm 13. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, these things that really uh, uh, let me express my emotion, yeah, uh, yeah. but also trust and hope and faith in God 
that God can provide what I need, even though I'm screaming and hollering at God, God can also come to that rescue. So as a parent, for me, it was helpful that I could just like, blah, you know, <laughs> blah, it out there, you know, and, and that God accepts that. Yeah. What's not helpful for parents is when somebody says, oh, God is obviously trying to teach you a lesson. Oh, yeah. that's so, never a helpful thing I, to say. I, and, and it was... I mean, second son born premature is like, well, God is trying to teach you something. It's just like, well, you know, God could find a different way to teach you yeah, whatever <laughs> right, God right, is, right, right, right. wants. And and so I always say we can't impose our meaning on somebody else. Right. But they find their own. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I go through my struggles and, and yes, maybe God is God is present always in that. And I learn from that. Sure. But did God give me that struggle just so that I could learn this one thing? That really doesn't sound like a God mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh to to give the people uh, and parents the the grace and love to to wrestle with god and come up with their own you know with their own blessing in that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. back to the jacob oh, that's story nice. so yeah. they so people can interpret for themselves right the meaning, the in meaning their of own, their own experience right. and and work that out with god but for us to come in from the outside and impose that on them that's a pretty bad idea and yes, it's profoundly definitely. unhelpful definitely. okay that's and good to to, know. to well said. To mm-hmm. yes, to to be so sure that we know God's will of for someone else's life. For them, life. Right. yeah, like, is not well. Obviously, God is trying yeah, to teach you this. It yeah, was like, like, oh, oh my gosh. please don't say those words I, to me. I so uh, there's there's many verses in the Bible, many passages about parenting, and mm-hmm. and some are not as helpful. Like there's a passage in Deuteronomy about. Uh, you know, if uh, if your adult son rebels against you and is a drunkard and, a, you know, abusive, then you take him out, you know, and, and the elders of the people stone him to death. Right? Oh. Like, that's oh. not particularly helpful. No. I think. Right. <laughs> that's rather extreme. <laughs> that, that, that sounds so very that's, extreme. That's one yes. of those texts that I, you know, try to say, well, that was then. And that <laughs> was <laughs> context, 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 context. Um. And that, again, adult son, abusive, whatever. So, uh, and there's no lifetime in, uh, life sentence in prison. But anyway, um, there are many other scriptures that we look to and examples, mm-hmm. right? So I think um, when I teach uh, uh, um, about the story of Hannah, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Hannah, who's barren, many yes. barren women in the Old Testament, right? She prays mm-hmm. um, Eli um, first thinks she's drunk and then right. says, well, God, here's your prayer. And she's given Samuel, and she she gives him up as a young boy to the service of Eli, the high priest. And again, I don't think we're necessarily meant to follow that example of giving. You know, we don't take our children. Here, child. Don't take the five-year-old to I shall to decide church. for you what thou shalt be. Right, right. right. Uh-huh. And yet, um, just the, the kind of meaning behind Hannah's uh, action, I would read as something like she recognizes through this action that that Samuel is a gift to her from God. And she Mm -hmm. uh, she doesn't cling too tightly to the gift, doesn't control too much as as opposed to someone like David. Right. Mm -hmm. Just a few chapters later, we meet David um, and he's he's not the greatest parent, you have to say. Like he's he's very permissive with his sons. Mm-hmm. And when one you of his sons rapes his uh, daughter, yeah. right, the the half sister, Tamar, David doesn't no. chastise him. Doesn't you know? Yeah. 
So there's a kind of um, the adulterer. <clears throat> yes, right. There's a himself. there's a kind of yes, exactly. Right, mm-hmm. David himself is sinful, but there's there's a kind of contrast I think there between Hannah and David, of uh, Hannah who obviously loves her child uh, and is given children besides Samuel, um, but recognizes that Samuel uh, is a gift from God and and. Um, she she offers that gift back to God. And then David, who is so permissive and doesn't raise, apparently doesn't raise his sons in the fear of the Lord, as the Proverbs would say, right? right? Uh, doesn't teach them how they should live. Uh, and, and disaster, you know, comes into his family because of that. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. Right. There's a, th- yeah. I mean, there's no instruction manual, no, right? But no, there, there is isn't. this, there is a kind of, um, in the Bible, a, uh, uh, a recognition that children are a gift from God um, and uh, examples of parents, like I think of the father and the prodigal son story who loves, you know, past the point of reason um, um, and welcomes his son back when his son repents. So there, yeah, there are examples. Obviously, there's lots in scripture about teaching your children. Right, um, the the didactic piece. Yeah, you know, teaching, teaching your children they wisdom, they proverbs. Will, yeah. yeah, and also teaching them Deuteronomy. Besides that terrible passage I talked about, Deuteronomy <laughs> talks a lot about. But we like this one in this one. Yes, yes. that other one in Deuteronomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, Deuteronomy six. You know, teach your children about God. Yeah. Right, like train up right. your child. Um, talk about it yeah. when talk about God when you're at home and. When you're away, right. you know, uh, when you're sitting down to eat, uh, so there's yeah, there's cool. some some uh, guidelines, I suppose, even if not instructions. Right, yeah. right, yeah, and and to to open um, your child's heart to the Word of God, yeah, and, and provide for opportunities like that. And that's right. of course, you know, when we do baptism, that's what we, hmm. we promise to do in sure. churches to yeah. to bring right. that. And I do think, and that's the thing you cling to is, is that promises like. You know, when this child is baptized, it's God's child, mm, and it's. Mm. And I always look. Well, of course, my kids came to me hard. It took me hard yeah, to get sure. to my kids, yeah. but I saw them as a gift too, because there's numerous times neither one of them would have made it. Mm. And and how do I raise these these children as gifts and uh, with wisdom and guidance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also hold on to that God cares about them too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. And yeah. that, no, and, and I <laughs> just had a dental this, the appointment this morning where the hygienist is saying, well, my, my son kind of wandered away from the church. You know, they find out that you're a pastor and then they say, oh, yes, yes, right. so exactly. that's that confession wherever this you does are. Happen. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it does happen. And, and then, and, and, oh, he, you know, he was in church growing up and now he's, you know, wandering around. It's like, it's the toughest thing as a parent to watch yeah. our kid do that. But we have to cling to those promises yeah. that God is still with our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when they're with us, when they're not with us, that God's presence is there and, and clinging to that. And and I always love the story about Ab- Abraham and Sarah or Abram and Sarai. You know, they hoped against hope. Right. That God, God made a promise mm. when there was no way for this mm. promise to, mm-hmm. to be made. made. Yeah. You know, yeah. how are they going to be a multitude? And they never even saw the multitude ever. Right. Yeah, they right. only saw that one baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they hoped against hope that God would make a way. Right. And I think, you know, when if, as a parent and having two adult sons, uh, it's like, I hope that God will make a way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if if they're not doing what I want them to mm. do or I see them wandering, I pray that mm-hmm. God will make a way and God will work. And that's another gift that I think we have as parents yeah. is that yeah, yeah. is that we 
whatever we lack in skill, we can make up for on our knees in prayer. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's, that's, that's yeah, you know, that's wonderful. Uh, to, to really cling to that, that power of prayer, that ability to lift up to God uh, all our concerns and our children and their lives and say, hey, you promised. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's your kid, too. Yeah, it's your kid, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you, you know, yeah. it, to cling to that. It's, That's good. It's sort of like it's I've always thought it's kind of funny how kind of dysfunctional the families in the, Genesis are yes, in particular. very dysfunctional. Like, like, yeah. Makes you feel good about <laughs> like, your family, yeah, doesn't exactly. it? Right? If you thought like, your family yeah. was bad. Look, yeah. Exactly. But there's this, there's also this kind of um, relief that comes from that as well yeah. because, you know, as a parent, yes, my children are gifts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. I wonder <laughs> if I got a defective unit, <laughs> uh, but then I think maybe I'm the defective <laughs> right. unit. I'm exactly. not sure. Mirror back. Uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, under like like reading about you know um, like Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and their families and mm-hmm. how it's mm-hmm. kind of a hot mess over there sometimes, um, and yet God is faithful to God's promises exactly. despite the. You know, despite the ways in which they are kind of screw ups, mm-hmm. um, it does give it does give some hope. Like, I'm glad that the portrayal of family life in the scripture isn't mm-hmm. this sort of perfect, smiley, suburban. <laughs> it's not know, the face. It's not the curated Facebook. Right. You right. Know, uh, yes. Or the Christmas and card. Posts. Yeah. Right? Or the, the Christmas, Christmas letter that has the perfect family. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes in yeah. our churches, like we show up with we try to put on the, you know, right. the the fake face mm-hmm. and with the family and, yeah. and pretend like everything's fine when when everything isn't fine. And and, you know, I think sometimes we we put that expectation on ourselves despite what the scriptures teach us about what family is actually like. Exactly. Um, and so maybe we should stop doing that. Yes. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. That, that sounds like what is Speak to myself, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Am I hearing what right. I'm saying? Maybe right I now. should stop doing that. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, I think about images of, um, or metaphors of God as parent, usually mm-hmm. father, of course, in the Old Testament, in, in the Bible, but God as loving, uh, Mother or father. Mother bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hens and, and chicks. A hen gathering mm-hmm. her chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, yeah, what what you said, Holly, was really profound, that, that they are not just my children mm-hmm. or m- my husband's children, but they are also God's children and that God mm-hmm. is faithful. Uh, mm-hmm. So that in our frustrating moments, and all of us have frustrating moments uh, as parents and moments when we doubt our own abilities as parents. Uh, we rely on God's faithfulness yeah. and God's love. One of my uh, favorite psalms is Psalm 131. It's only three verses long, but uh, I, part of the reason I love it so much is I think it's written by a mother, mm-hmm. right? I mean, probably most of the psalms are written by men, but this one says, O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not mm-hmm. raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me, but I have calmed and quieted my soul like a young child with its mother. My soul is like the young child that is with me right now. Hmm. Um, And then it ends, O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time on and forevermore. So 
Um, yeah. It's it, the NRSV, by the way, translates wean child. I hate that translation because if you've ever it's weaned odd. a child, you know that they're not very calm, right? <laughs> wean child meaning just a young child, right? Right. A toddler, right. a, um, yeah, a toddler. And I think you know, I love that image of of uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but one one of the most comforting things uh, for me, um, I was once very. Uh, very sad over a miscarriage actually yeah. I'd lost a child late uh, in my second trimester and and my son Isaac was two two and a half uh, when that happened and one of the most comforting things in that very sad time was just rocking him yeah. you know in the rocking chair just just right. holding him and rocking him and so I picture oh. that uh, when I read this psalm right yeah. I have calmed and quieted my soul like a young child, like with its mother, with his mother, uh, you know, my soul is like the young child that I'm holding right now. You know, that's that, lovely. that mm. kind of comfort, you know, even in the really sad times or especially in the really sad times mm-hmm. or the frustrating times, you know, that, that God holds us uh, like yeah. a mother uh, holding her child, rocking her child. Right. That kind of love and comfort uh, is, uh, yeah, is a real gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, um, yeah, Holly, for being you, with Holly. us. This yeah, was yes. this was so helpful, and and thank you, Catherine, for sharing that. Um, and you, our dear listeners and or viewers on YouTube, thank you for being with us as well. This has been another episode of the Enter the Bible podcast, and you can get more uh, resources, reflections, uh, research, Bible studies, courses, all kinds of things at enterthebible.org. And of course, rate and review us on your favorite podcast app or right here on YouTube, and be sure to share the podcast with a friend. Until next time.